Oh, we talking, talking. Oh, we talking, talking. Oh, we talking, talking. Ooh, we talking, talking. You're now listening to Oh, we talking, talking podcast. Come on. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. <laughs> Jess. <Jess. laughs> no, for real. Some of you How know some. Of us <laughs> One jig can depend. Allies. <laughs> what about your allies? <laughs> Will they stand their ground? Will they let you down? <laughs> so good. Okie doke. Yeah. So, <laughs> great discussion. <laughs> After talking about Just Mercy and going into all things blacks <laughs> was a good situation. So now let's talk about these allies. Let's talk about the folks who are in it with us and uh, get it or may not even get it. But they see it and they realize that there is something happening and that change needs to happen. And is it okay if they take any step forward? Is it okay if they don't have all the knowledge, but they're doing something? Or should they be educated? Should they know about the struggle? Should they really be in the middle of it? Like, what is it? What do, how do we feel? Um, I know we're going to talk more about, like, the higher profile allies. But in thinking of my personal friends, counterparts, <laughs> and all thems, um, during all of this, I didn't reach out intentionally to any of them like I did not want to be the first one communicating or initiating communication with my white friends but I have one in particular that makes me think about how I view an ally who is an ally in progress because this is someone who grew up in a place where there weren't many people of color Mm -hmm. had very antiquated ideas about our lives as people of color and that was passed on to her from her family because yeah. they were used to growing up in a certain world and thinking a certain way but when we finally did speak after she reached out to me she said that she didn't know it all she still has a lot of learning to do but she wanted me to know that she was out marching for me Amen. so the thought which took me by surprise I must say. (laughs) Because never did I see. No. (laughs) But it took me by surprise because Uh I had my thoughts about her. Yeah. And the fact that she was doing it so personally. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like this whole, yeah, this is all messed up and this is effed up. But it was, no, I need to stop thinking about the people closest to me, my parents, Mm -hmm. and think about the other people closest to me, my friends, Mm -hmm. who are people of color. And I need to do something for them and learn for them. Yeah. And I know that that's happening on a larger scale and we're going to talk about that. But Mm -hmm. I did want to mention that because I see it in my own life and it also made me think about how I think about what an ally is and what that should look like Mm -hmm. so now my idea of what that should look like is different because of that personal experience Mm. that's awesome and I think that like proximity to us if they're actually friends Mm. like you see that 
you know, instead of just this amorphous problem, like it's personalized because they know you mm-hmm. and they want the best for you. And I think that's that could be like a standard because then you see the white friends who aren't as affected or yeah. vocal and then you're like, do you actually see me then? Like, am yeah. I actually your friend? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm thinking about that and I'm trying to think and I'm like, do I even have any white people that I would consider friends Yeah, who like weren't already at least a little bit yeah. hip to the game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, could we even yeah. really be friends? Um, especially me, because I'm like, because I'm like thinking about this stuff, talking about this mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. writing about this stuff all the time. Um, and I feel like over the past few years... I guess different things have happened. I feel like my white friends have like become more and more awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, with George Floyd, that wasn't, it wasn't the first time something has happened and yeah. then like a white friend has called me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, All right. yeah. How, how are you doing, you know, with that? Um, so yeah, so I'm like, so if anybody, I mean, we all, there are all levels to everything. So we mm-hmm. all have white acquaintances but like, not like if we were acquaintances is, it was for a reason yeah. yeah and it's like you already had a lot of my side eye because mm. it's like we're not it's like we're mysterious to white people but like white people are not mysterious to us right, right. like mm. yeah we know y'all yeah. right yeah. like we yeah yeah, yeah. Very well. it's how we can code switch yeah yeah all right, yeah. All right. <laughs> Code switching, like we, bro. Yeah, like, we live yeah. in your world. Yes. Yeah. So we, we, I think we understand white people honestly better than they understand mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. Because even as, like, as a writer and, like, seeing all this stuff happening with, like, Hollywood right now and they're trying to do all these, you know, initiatives and, and change things. And there have been a lot of, like, conversations on Twitter where, where black people were like, you know, you don't have to hire black people just to write for black people or black shows mm-hmm. we can write for white people yeah we know y'all yeah. right. like it's not it's not equal both no. ways like no. you guys yeah trying to write for us yeah <laughs> right. and we've been watching your tv yeah. Yeah. Jump. right uh-huh. yeah it's not a mystery yeah. yeah and we we just know we know how it works mm-hmm. like in both worlds mm-hmm. um and you guys just don't so yeah, so any any white people that I considered friends mm-hmm. already had to be yeah. yeah on the road. I think my experiences are similar to yours. So I grew up in a majority black country where there's a lot of class divide. So all of my friends were pretty much black. And then coming here, I went to a majority white college. So that was like my first sort of introduction. Mm. But... Yeah, I don't even know. I don't think I have any. I have one or two good white friends from college. I don't think I have any white cis friends. I feel like all the white people that I consider allies and good friends, there was some proximity to something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, some intersectionality with something else, like they're, you know, queer or. Mm, you know or you know non-white maybe white passing but nothing you know not just straight cis caucasian yeah yeah Yeah. and but i feel like i mean when i did get introduced to people like that where i felt like they're you know these people are in my lives was at church Mm. 
And I don't know if we were, if I could, now looking back, say we were actually friends. Mm. I like how you said that because I think about... I feel like I've always had it. I feel like I've always had interact. I've always had interaction with Caucasian people, right? White people, whatever you want to put the label on them, right? Especially growing up in New York City, right? But I grew up in. I lived in Harlem. I went to school in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how my mom had me. Uh, but then my biggest shock is when I went to Bible college, right? So not only just leaving New York State right. and going to the south <laughs> going to Tennessee to go to school but now I was in a predominantly <laughs> it was like white country like you know oh, like yeah. that whole like I mean and like for example driving down streets and realizing these big white houses like what these big white houses really were right, right, you know what I mean yeah. but not really thinking about it like that so it was like even you mentioning about that you didn't really experience Caucasian people until being at church because that was like, for me, being in Bible college, it was like just church all day, every day. So the people that I was interacting with. And even to that point, I think about it to say, I think sometimes even in the church setting, it's these conversations we don't want to have, mm-hmm. but it's like they're happening. We see it around us, but we're not saying it. There's an elephant always in the room. Always in the room because we want to be loving and gentle and don't want to hurt anyone's feelings that we don't do these things. To me, I mean, there's lots of things that happened to me when I was in Tennessee that my eyes were open up and seeing racism like and realizing. Like, I've never had to realize I was different, in a sense, mm-hmm. until certain situations were taking place. Nor did I even have to realize people still being called... Um, colored mm-hmm. nigger like all of that until I was down there mm-hmm. like you know like an experience in certain things but I think it really really hit me when um, Obama was running for office right and I was down there and I wasn't sure which way I was leaning and I wasn't even thinking about it because I don't think I've even I've ever even realized this think to myself look if I'm in a circle of people like oh say this person's white I'm black this person's Asian this person's Latina like I didn't have to point it out like that like obviously this is it this is what's happening and we're all in the room like you know like I never thought about it like that but um it wasn't until Obama was running and when he won essentially mm-hmm. how quiet it was in that town mm-hmm. and it was hard to be African-American mm-hmm. and be like excited <laughs> like mm-hmm. it was almost like I had to hide it wow it was really weird. I'm being very honest with you guys. It was almost like I had to hide it. And it was like, there was, I mean, my Bible college I went to was very small. And um, there was one other black guy that went to college with me who was actually kind of on staff there. And it was not, I mean, we were the only two really, right? Mm-hmm. And so I remember him and I had this like moment standing outside of the church and like just had to have a conversation. It was almost like we both just wanted to be like, kick our feet up in the air. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, we did it. Like, but obviously we couldn't, but we just had like a deep conversation in that like five minutes just being like how happy we were, yeah. but also just being like, dang, but look at where we at, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It was so weird. And, and, and in that conversation that, that I remember to this day that, um, he mentioned, he was like, you know, it's just only like, what, 40, 50 years ago, Sadiqa, that we couldn't even have a black man leading in any type of way. Mm. Like, you know, so it's like, this is a moment for us and we should like really embrace it. And like that, and like what, and if I'm being really honest with you, that was probably the only moment I really got to like really embrace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But looking back now, I mean, cause hindsight is always 2020. 20. Mm-hmm. So looking back, I'm like, oh, I'm not surprised. Where, where, where we're at, Mm-mm. like just as a country, um, whatever. 
because I remember so when Obama first got elected, I was in Australia. Mm-hmm. And so like that whole first election cycle, like I'm completely outside of. And I remember like the first time I like became aware of him as like a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember like just kind of dismissing it offhand. because I was like, a black man? That's never gonna happen. And his name is mm-hmm. yeah. what? his middle Barack name is Hussein. Hussein? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. No. I ain't even gotta think about that. Absolutely That's not. not. Happen. Yeah. Um, so but then then it's like going on and then I remember like feeling this huge disconnect and this is like where I first started realizing like, oh, this is this like yeah, it's a white thing, but it is very much like a Christian thing. Like mm-hmm. something yeah. mm-hmm. something is wrong here. Yeah. Because like Australia like love Barack Obama like, yeah. from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Just yeah. like, oh and like I'm like feel yeah. like just normal people. And I feel like just across like, white the globe just in white like countries. He yeah. was so hugely so popular. popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but then everything I'm getting from like Christian mm-hmm. people, even black people, like the Christian thing, oh no. We can't have that. It's mm. about to be an Obama. It's an abomination. It's a you know like Whoa. and not as much right. as much like the black people. Um, but you you know how families are. You got your your right wings and your your regular like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but like the super Christians were like suspicious of him, and you know, mm. is he a Muslim? Like all the all the whatever. Mm-hmm. So then when he got inaugurated, I remember. So I was up at like I don't know two, three o'clock in the morning, like watching it. And I'm like weeping mm. and I'm like, oh my God, like, mm. yeah, who would have ever thought, yeah. you know, whatever. And then, yeah, cause I came back to the States in 2009. And when I first moved to New York, I was, I was upstate. So it was like a white friend that I met in Australia. So she's from New York and up there with her family. And like, you know, they have their little church and whatever, but it's like, these white people were big mad. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, when the next election was coming up and they were hard for like McCain and Palin, yeah. like just hard. And I'm like, I do not, I don't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't understand where this is coming from. Yeah. Like, and it's not, it can only be race. Like, yeah, yeah. that's all it yeah. can be. Uh, and I don't see how you guys don't see, don't that. see yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. When I've, whenever I've heard like, just the most ridiculous, disparaging words against Obama. It, it, to me, it could only be race because I'm just like, yes. from an objective point of view, you, even if you didn't like his policies, you can at least say something good about yeah. him. He's a no, great family man. Oh, yeah. He served the office with dignity. Yes, he did. No scandals, etc. But they couldn't even give him that. Nothing. No. Nothing. I mean, I mean his whole presidency and people are still talking about that tan suit. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? That's it. <laughs> like, the really? That was that? Like, come on. Like, yeah. crazy. Um, Talking about this, let's go into some things about television, right? So, I know, Janice, you had sent over a few things for us to, like, all look at, like, because, you know, you on it. <laughs> you should be this on it. Like, uh, turn to page three. <laughs> <laughs> I've outlined an article. <laughs> um, I know like, when we were talking about it last week um, on June to, Juneteenth. I don't know what Juneteenth yeah. is. That'd be the 10th. She said, no, she don't tell them about Juneteenth. <laughs> <laughs> That's ours. <laughs> but on Juneteenth, last week when we gathered, um, 
And we were just talking about some of the things uh, about some of the allies that we were thinking about. And you mentioned about what Taylor Swift had put out there. Share again, please. Yeah, so back on uh, at the end of May, Taylor Swift had tweeted, after stoking the fires of white supremacy and racism your entire presidency, you have the nerve to feign moral superiority before threatening violence. When the looting starts, the shooting starts, we will vote you out in November. Come on, Taylor. At real Donald mm-hmm. Trump. So yeah, Taylor mm-hmm. came out strong yes, she did. against Donald Trump. Which is a surprise to me. It was a surprise for me to hear that when you read that last week. Because she is last on my list of people I could imagine <laughs> would say anything. Mm-hmm. So I watched Americana mm-hmm. on your recommendations. Mm-hmm. And to preface this, I don't know what she's about to say. <laughs> but Joanna has been very dubious. <laughs> Re Tay Tay. Yes. <laughs> dubious. I am less dubious. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not saying we are all there with Tay Tay, <laughs> but it was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Her, you know, standing up to the machinery of her, of who she is, mm-hmm. of the Taylor Swift machine, uh-huh. rather than a person, yeah. and just yeah. being like, no, I would feel dishonest if I can't say how I really feel. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it was pretty brave because especially with the you know, us seeing what happened to the Dixie Chicks who by the way have changed their names to the Chicks. Did they? I was wondering about that. Because Lady Antebellum did the same thing. They're now Lady A Antebellum, so they're Lady A. So the Dixie Chicks are now the Chicks. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's big. That they changed big. all their um everything, album covers, wow. social media. Wow. Yeah, but you know, given what happened to, to the chicks, to them, over Bush, one yeah. flyaway comment about George Bush, you know, like you could imagine Taylor Swift, especially with her roots in country, mm-hmm. being like, I could never say anything out loud, you yeah. know? So to stand for the moment and to stand for what's right, to be on the right side of history, it's pretty brave, and I commend her for that. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Good on Tay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good on Tay. Appreciate her for taking that stand, um, voicing her opinion, uh, and having such <laughs> such galls to <laughs> at Donald Trump. I'm like, go on, yeah. girl. Yeah, go on. I girl. will say so. I want to like a little caveat. Going back to like the friends conversation, the f- straight cis white friends that I have, I find that I can call good friends are ones who have entered my world mm-hmm. I wasn't the token in their world mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they've been able to they've done work overseas in countries where they're not the majority mm-hmm. they've actually you know they've engaged with people of color mm-hmm. they have friend circles that are mostly f- friends of color and they're the token if anything mm-hmm. you know it's like there's a difference with seeking people out hearing their stories really actually communing with people and getting to know people and like getting out of their comfort zone then rather than always being comfortable and then us coming to them. I think that's what makes a difference. And I think a lot of musicians, the music industry is a lot of people of color Mm. serving it. Mm. And so sometimes there is that proximity again, that, you know, engage, like you engage with people and then you're, 
you start changing, right? So I know Taylor is good friends with Tantric Hall, and I think he's one of the influences for her just being more vocal mm. and being able to talk coherently about certain issues. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, it goes, like, I definitely think, I feel like I know most of the white people. I know who I would consider friends because I have met them or we have met because of like being artists mm-hmm. and being like in art world and I feel like yeah like the theater world yeah. is just way more the creative open. arts yeah, like, yeah. it's just way more diverse um, the yeah. music industry sometimes I'm like I don't know okay. because there are a lot of black people in it mm-hmm. but it's like the NFL mm-hmm. right? there are a lot of black <laughs> people in it but like what levels right. are these people working yeah. in and operating are you influential or not um, what does N stand for again does it stand for Negroes or what is it <laughs> <laughs> Negro, Negro football <laughs> yeah yeah and so so sometimes with music because I even it's like Justin Bieber had put out, you know, a statement. Exactly. <laughs> but his thing, you know, oh, I've profited off of, mm-hmm. you know, black music, blah, whatever. But I'm like, it's it still rings hollow to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like there's a difference. You can be around a lot of black people mm-hmm. and still... Mm-hmm be very not helpful mm-hmm. and still just be just be using yeah, like you're just yeah. consuming um and so for like yeah i don't know because then i'm like we're, we're really strange about who's whose allyship we kind of accept mm-hmm. or who we allow to do you know whatever because mm-hmm. like we can be mad at taylor swift for whatever she's whiny or she did whatever but no way no listen but i feel like I've never heard a recording of her saying nigger. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, True. Justin Bieber, mm. that exists. Yeah. And so it's like, we're just really fickle about yeah, yeah. Right. who we like let slide mm-hmm. and then who we're like demanding blood from. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know. So proximity can get weird too because mm-hmm. then it's like, yeah. well, and then the black people you're around. Right. Hey, I was about to say, look at his what company he keeps. What are, right. Yeah, what are they What are they saying? Right. Mm-hmm. And what are they, you know, are they just yes men? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's, that's a conversation I'd want to have with like a lot of pastors, frankly. Because mm-hmm. you guys, it's easy to handpick your blacks. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you handpick like, your blacks. And, which is exactly what it is, you know. Yeah. And as well, it's the same thing. They're in their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. They're not stepping out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's like, again, the black people coming to them. Yeah. Like, entering into their worlds. So, yeah, you can pick your blacks and they become, you know, your yes blacks. Yeah. Who can just co-sign on right. whatever tomfoolery you're up to? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or just like let you slide, like let you stay at the level that you're at, and like keep giving you the pats on the back mm-hmm. for, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you said something. <laughs> right. No. Right. Not challenging you. No. Right. Yeah. yeah. I had a bit of a um, reverse situation in which I didn't allow my white friends to get that close to me or get that close to my blackness Mm. um and not i don't know if i i don't think i was doing it intentionally Mm -hmm. right but subconsciously something was like nope you don't reveal all of that i'm actually in this 
I had one of my white friends from college remind me of a time I wrote a story in our journalism class about being black and she was trying to praise me for it and I dismissed her. Mm. And back then it was probably coming from that place of like, I don't want, like, I don't even want to know you read this because yeah. I don't want you to have this. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to know this. But I also didn't allow her in. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah. And she, we remained friends through the years, yeah. which says a lot about her. And she was actually the first white friend to reach out to me and send me this paragraph of like, I know I have no idea what this feels like and blah, blah, blah. But I, I messed up in that situation. Yeah. Or I didn't know any better in that situation. Yeah. So yeah. I've been in the reverse where it's like, nah, you yeah. can be white and my friend, but you're not going yeah. you're not going to be my black friend. Yeah. Like, you're not oh, like when you're like you're trying not to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get it how my black friends get it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Like I was thinking about it. And like I, I said about being in circles with people who are different races. And I just sometimes I just never pay attention to like see that mm -hmm. who's what. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just try to leave from a, a try to leave my life from a place of just loving just regular mm -hmm. and so like i know what's going on right now and i'm very aware and i'm not naive in any way but i just sometimes people just come to my heart and i just think about people and i'll just send a text like hey i love you just let you know i'm still thinking about you i'm not alone blah 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 and just something if something comes to my heart and i feel like the lord is present then i need to talk about it or to share with somebody or to reach out to somebody i do that and so i did that and um <laughs> And this is, I did this to like one of my white friends and they text me back like, Sadiqa, like the fact that you're even thinking about me <laughs> during this time when like there's protests and everything going out in these streets for black lives. She's like, I, she's like, it's still another level of like, I don't even understand or comprehend the way you, like how the way you love people. And like, I've read that and I thought to myself, she, she's kind of right. Like, I didn't even think about it. I just was still living my life in the space in which I live just like just being who I am to people, you know what I mean? Not looking at the fact that she was a white person and I was a black person in a way, even though she received what I was saying, she also just had to take, look at it from if she was me. Like if I'm African-American, I would never text this white girl to tell her I love you and just reaching out to you to see how you doing, to check in on you. I wouldn't have done that, you know what I mean? But it's like, I wasn't even thinking that way. You know what I mean? And I've, I'm just thinking about like what you just said about the young lady saying that when she tried to take a position of the way that you thought about it, um, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is or whether or not it's right, if it's wrong or whatever. But I feel like sometimes there's a place of just leading from just seeing people not from the color of their skin, which makes me think about <laughs> um, like I was telling you guys about wanting to talk about Jane Elliott, you know, mm -hmm. and how she talks about, I mean, original OG of this whole thing, right? Like talking about the human race. It's not whether or not somebody's black, white, and like she even like corrected somebody in a video that I was watching this week too, um, when people, I think she was on Oprah and she was talking about it and people say, oh, black, white, yellow, or, poor, or stripes or something like right. that. She's like, that's even dismissing the race. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like the human race, it's not just about being black, white, or Latino or Asian, you know, whatever the correct political way of categorizing people or whatever it is it's just sometimes just looking at people yeah. and just seeing a person in need and just at that and just I simple think, i think that's how we are all supposed to be yes living. but it's so hard yes because of the world that we live in that we live in that yeah. we were put in yeah people of color mm -hmm. and so but i 100 i think that is beautiful that you are able to do that um but I ain't there yet. <laughs> no, I get I it. And I'm not girl. even trying to make it sound like I'm perfect like that. Because no, like, no, like, no, like no, we've yeah. had a conversation before where I was saying, 
talking about the Karen in Central Park, right? Yes. And I was just saying to myself, you know, it broke my heart that she mm-hmm. would weaponize his race mm-hmm. against him in that situation. And I'm like, I'm not at fault. I mean, I'm also at fault when I think about the times when I'd be like, oh, I know this white girl and just come at me. You know what I mean? Right. When something happens, because I do it too, not even realizing that I'm using her race as if to why, like, something is wrong, right? So, I mean, I am in no way perfect in any way. No, I know that. I wasn't saying that. I mean, I know you are. I know you are. But what I'm saying is, like, there's just, like, there's these areas sometimes that I'm like, I just think about it and I just trigger to myself, you know, mm. and I'm just thinking to myself, what am I doing? One, um, what am I expecting from someone else? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, wh- and then I'll, I'll even step back and think to myself, what am I feeling right now? Um, like even the conversation that you were talking about, you didn't want to reach out to any of your white friends. You wanted to see if they want to reach out to you. I didn't even think about that. And now that I think about it, I don't think any of my white friends even reached out to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like we know the state of the world and like not intentionally right so i'm like and that's like the, the other conversation of saying where we in church forums right where we don't say anything because we don't want to offend mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be and i'm not saying that to say that that's that was my position of trying to like to offend anybody but i'm also just thinking to myself well maybe that's the position because the majority of the white people that I, like i said i went to bible college majority of the white people that i do know that's the space that they came from in my life, you know, that are close to me anyway on that level. And no, I don't, I don't get no phone call. I don't get no text message. It looks like business as usual. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But I think even, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't, it's hard. Cause like you don't want to become the thing that you hate. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even I'm like, we are, you know, and there was that, that clip of, oh, I can't think of her name, but the activist, but like basically talking about, you know, America broke the social contract. Yeah. Um, and she ended it with like, and, and like, <laughs> you're lucky that white people, mm. that, you know, black people, we just want equality and not revenge. Mm. Yeah. Um, yes. And yeah, and just like we, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, man, like we are just gracious to a fault. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so like for even for you to be like, oh, you know, she weaponized his race. I've done that too and like to have that that kind of you know realization that yeah we think these thoughts too but then then I get mad because I'm like it's not the same thing no mm-hmm. it's just not no. the same thing mm-hmm. no and it's it's very different yeah the thing oh who's this white girl right. about to say what does white girl <laughs> right. do oh, yeah like, it's just, off, but like it's it's so you saying that is not gonna take that white girl's life no yeah you're right and it's just worlds apart but mm-hmm. i feel like we're always like rushing mm-hmm. to like try to like equate things yeah or to like you know mm-hmm. like we're so that grace also that. yeah and also try i don't want to offend you i do it too i'm in, and it's like <laughs> It's not the same. Not. So sometimes I get mad at us, and I'm like, "Are we even good allies to ourselves?" Because right. like, I feel like we're so almost like hungry. Like I, I think just as a people, and it's like you know, America keeps trying to strip history and trying to pretend like it doesn't mm. matter, and it matters so much. It does, mm-hmm. and it like affects everything. It affects how we move and breathe in the world. And I'm yeah. like, we have gotten so used to just taking scraps and making something great from it. Like we're still operating in that space. Like Mm. we would just take whatever. You posted a black square? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Oh oh my God. You get it. What? (laughs) Yes. 
thinking no, we just right now you're coming to the cookout. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got way too many invitations. We yeah. are handing out too many invitations. We just you show us just a scrap of like right. a thread of human decency, <laughs> and we're like, thank you for this quilt. Yeah. <laughs> I will wrap myself in this. <laughs> no, you're right, and you know what? Thank. And in saying we got to be better allies. Oh, yeah, right. That's what I was about to say. In saying that, makes me challenge my own self to like think about the ways that I could just be like, no, I should be expecting more. Like you know, because you know, there have been times sometimes when I feel like, even in my own mind, like I think I heard some white boy one time say something about monkeys, and I was like, and then and then in my own mind, I immediately. Were we I together? Was with you. Were we together? And I went off. Yeah. And, but in my mind, I was just thinking, oh, maybe it wasn't like I didn't think Giving about it like that about right. the monkey. You were thinking I did too much. <laughs> she did. She thought I was doing the most. We were ready to get in his ass. Yeah. So ready to get in his ass. We were at Central Park. Central Park. Yeah. We walked by two white boys, and one of them said something about monkeys. <gasps> they had bananas yes. and stuff. Yes. yes. I being like I don't know like but I, I think that <laughs> where they at? Where they at? Oh, what they look like. like? Yeah, and like and I and I sometimes have to think to myself like Sadika. Okay, no, they that's racist. Like you know what I mean? I have to like really challenge myself and remember like not everybody is out for good right. or whatever. And I have to really be my own ally and be like, nah, fam. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Even if it's not meant for good, I feel like we sometimes skip this part. It could not, they could have not intended it to be that way, but the impact is that way. Yeah. yeah. And that's the whole point of like us saying there's only racist and anti racist. There's no like, I meant good and mm-hmm. it just yeah. happened to be bad. Like, you're either like working towards right. anti racism or it's racist, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. remember. I forgot all about that. I think I had another situation after that too, but it made me start to challenge myself mm-hmm. in a sense in my own thinking and in my own heart of like, what am I willing to accept? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You and know, I, I don't mean? remember what you, you told me about. I was with you for the first one, and then something happened, and then you called me, and you were like, "Remember that time?" And you were like, "And I thought that." Maybe you were overreacting, but yeah. now this happened to me. I don't remember what it was that I can't remember to me. either, but I do. It kind of puts me in tears because I'm thinking to myself, I remember it made me challenge myself to be like, Sadiqa, not everybody, you know. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's a coping mechanism, sometimes yeah. it's what we have yeah. to tell ourselves to survive. Like, yeah. think of yeah. all the microaggressions yeah. and overt racist statements that people make yeah. in their hearing, and like. Sometimes you just can't process it that way. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'm not trying to be naive in any way or dumb. Like, uh, like you got a banana for me? Yeah, I'm not trying to be naive in any way. But then, you know, but then also from that place of like always just laughing it up and trying to be silly or whatever. And it's like, not everything funny, Smitty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? gotten better at trying to like think about moments like that mm-hmm. to say to myself <laughs> thanks to your angry friends right <laughs> like, Yo, where you going? I'm, like, I'm gonna kick their ass right <laughs> <laughs> um, in which I appreciate a relationship like this you, you know welcome, what I'm saying you um but <laughs> but yeah not even 
even just you, but like even with Janice and then my other really close, like my wife, I'm gonna miss her, Monica, you know, like in moments where, and she is gentle, like very gentle, like you don't even know you're being attacked by her sometimes. <laughs> and it's just like her words are soft, but she'll be like, no, I don't, I don't like that you just did that. And like, you're like, and like, and like being around enough of this makes me like be more vigilant and say, okay, nope, that's wrong, not gonna take that. Goodbye. Like, you know what I'm saying? And understanding that to where we're not, like what you said about being our own allies. We're not just receiving whatever's coming just because it's coming. Like, you know what I mean? And they're trying to be nice and, you know, good. Pat me on the head like, okay, good Negro. You know what I'm saying? Like, definitely don't want that. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Because, like, as this stuff is moving forward and, like, you know, everybody's on board at the moment, I'm like, it's going to get... Yeah, it's it's gonna get worse before gonna, it gets yeah. better. Yes. It's gonna yes. get way more uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes, and like I don't know, like we give we give white people so much benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. It's like you have earned none of this no. because you know, unfortunately, I don't like. It's just so funny. Like y'all have no problem stereotyping every other type of person. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, black people were lazy, were violent, mm. like whatever. Like you have no yeah. problem saying that. But then, like, we're, like, hesitant to tell y'all. Y'all are some bloodthirsty ravages. Right, yes. Like, you've never met a people and it went well. Right. Yes. Like, <laughs> never. You, you, right? You just and never met no a people. Because people talking about Japanese people. And, like, oh. Yeah. From, like, 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 it's never, it has never Mexican, gone well like, with right. other people. Australia, New Zealand. Come on. But y'all do not want to, you do not want to cop to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes time for any kind of restitution, mm-hmm. they're gonna try. They're gonna lowball us mm-hmm. like yeah. they just are. Yeah. And we have to be ready to be like, no. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, papers like, were signed. We were supposed to get something. Yeah. And it was taken away. Mm-hmm. And then like now there's crickets about it. You know. Yeah. yeah. As, As if it like, didn't happen. This bill is due. Yeah. yeah. And somebody has to pay it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know like it's gonna get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so then we've seen, you know, like little little signs of things. So like, just the past few days, yeah. there's been this these two, you know, voice acting, mm, yes, things. Um, so Jenny Slate has stepped out of Big Mouth. Come on, where she was, you know, voicing the character of Missy. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. and then Kristen Bell stepped out of Central Park. I don't even know the I name of the Molly, character. That sounds Molly, right. yeah. It was um, Molly. Yeah, so she was voicing a black character. So both both of these characters in these shows are biracial. Biracial, about to say. So mm-hmm. both of these actresses kind of justify themselves in the beginning being like, oh, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. they're half of what I am. Yeah. So I can, yeah. you know, I can do this. Um, but yeah, so then, you know, Sometimes, you know, it can be hard, hard to do something as an ally too, yes. because you're gonna get it from both sides. Yes, because yeah. people are gonna be like, "You're doing too much," and then other people be like, "You did it too, too late." late. Yeah. yeah, Well, now you want to do it. Yeah, now you want to do it. And like, there is room for that conversation. Yeah. But it's like, what do we want from people? Yes, because for both of them. Yes. Um, and especially. I don't know what else, you know, Jenny Slade is working on. I'm like, Kristen, but she got that frozen money. Right. She's fine. She yeah, exactly. She's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what else, you know, Jenny Slade is doing. So I'm like, that's, yeah. a, that's a paycheck. That's, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a, 
that's a that's sacrifice. A sacrifice. That is. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a genuine sacrifice. And both of them. Like, not to be like, yeah, right. yeah she got other money. But money is money. Right, yes. right. <laughs> like, work is work. So I'm like, I appreciate that. Like, that's, 100%. that's yes. a true step. Yeah. That is a true step. Yeah. Not only is she stepping down because she knows that character doesn't represent exactly what she looks like, but now she's also stepping down and giving that role to someone who yeah. deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. ally. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 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 And that's the key too. It's like it's sacrifice, but it's also voicing this role should go to somebody yes. who right. is of color, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Or a black person to like you put it out there. So let's hold them accountable to see right. what they do with mm-hmm. it. Which is similar to um what's his name? Alex Ohanian. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Well, how do you feel about oh, yeah. that? Yeah. So he He's stepped down from, uh, uh Serena Williams' husband, Alex. Let's just say O. Yeah. Yes. Alexis? Alexis. 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 Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. A little nickname for your brother. All right now. <laughs> so he sat down from the board of Reddit, a company which he co founded. Yeah. Co-founded. He co created it. Uh-huh. And he sat down from the board to make room for a black person. Come or on. A person of color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like paying to have billboards go up for Breonna Taylor to like advocate for the arrest of her murderers. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about that one. Yeah, I didn't know about that either. Thank you. All the allies. Mm -hmm. Like and recognizing these people who obviously did not grow up and experience being black, Mm -hmm. but fully recognizing and knowing where can I do and where can I start to like make some type of change and some type of difference yeah. so like that goes back to the question i said in the beginning like is some change whether you are completely knowledgeable of everything or whatever your level of knowledge of black history and the oppression and everything that we discuss is even like the sliver of knowledge and doing something okay yeah i mean i i want them to start the conversation even if they don't have mm-hmm. everything all together you know because it is the unlearning is a process yes. mm-hmm. and we're all, it's like a timeline and we're all on it somewhere yes. and we're never going to come to the full knowledge of all the things, right? Yeah. Like I didn't go to school to learn black American history. Right. So I, I, but you know, we also acknowledge that we need white allies on board and some people have even moved on that term to co-conspirator so i don't just need it to be my ally i need you to be my co-conspirator yeah to say we can't do this without you mm-hmm. you're the ones that st- you know we're oppressing black people like we, we need you in order to like make things happen right. <laughs> welcome to brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so it's like i'd rather you start somewhere yeah yeah but i think i think people need to also, like, be humble in it. Yes. Um, and, like, yes. know your role. Mm. Like, you don't get to decide yesterday, oh, oh, I just found out about racism. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, and then try to tell us, I don't know if you've heard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let me lead like, this conversation. We, yeah, yeah. Talk about, we touched on that last week. Yeah. We were like, all right, y'all... Let us drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let us lead the way for you, but then you get out the car and you do what you got to do. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and I can appreciate that because you got this 
privilege, right? right? And I'm doing the quote unquote because it's like y'all got this space that y'all can step out of. Like, no, no quote unquote. <laughs> y'all privilege, right? Yeah, like yeah. you've got this place in this world where your voice, you say even the littlest thing in a whisper, and people are moving mountains. Yes, yes. literally yes. moving out these icebergs for you to make things and make ways for you, and you got these money, this dollar to be able to put down and pay, mm-hmm. and yeah. So yeah, yeah go yeah. right ahead. Hey, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna I, you I, I want to see that you have skin in the game. You know, that's where that's that's my ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am making myself more vulnerable, more traumatized, all the things. Yes, mm-hmm. I want to see that you are sacrificing something, mm-hmm. whether it's humbling yourself. Yeah, and starting the unlearning process yeah. you know like i need to know that you're like committed to this because then what am i sac- like i'm sacrificing myself more and then yes. when the band-aid snaps you're just gonna be like all right let me just go back to my comfortable existence mm-hmm. like yeah. no no you saw you saw the square right <laughs> but, but no hashtag though no hashtag no, 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 just no, a square just, just a square, square. Um, There was this thing on Twitter that was floating around. Um, It was like a space, some sort of virtual space for allies to meet and basically decompress because they were... Be, they were tired they were after tired. three days of being allied. Well, actually, no. It, so it actually came from a, a black woman who created this space because she was thinking about like this process is heavy so yeah. let me create this but then of course Twitter took it in and went uh, in this whole different direction of course, like of course. Wait, gotta y'all are sleeping yeah. y'all sleeping yeah, yeah, so, huh. anyway um, that's interesting yeah I just wanted to share that yeah yeah, and, and I think there's I mean there's space for that right because we know like we know that this process is Draining, etc., yeah. all the things. So, if we saying we need these allies on board, then yeah, yeah. we can go. It's also, but like, what are you tired from? Is it because, like, like I said, you just found out about racism yesterday, <laughs> yes, right. and then you be yelling about it nonstop? Because mm-hmm. I like, sit down. So yeah, yeah. You Take, need to yeah. go read. Right. Yeah. You need to go listen. Like, yeah. like the problem. I feel like a lot of white people, you just want to get a little bit of something, and then you don't know how to not be in front of something. Mm-hmm. So you just mm-hmm. want to be in the lead. You want to get, you want to be on the platform. Mm-hmm. Like you right. want to be an instant right. expert. Yes. Right. You're not an expert. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and they never will be in yeah. this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But will never be in this. There's always room for you to learn. Yeah. yeah. So you tired from reading books? Yeah. Right. Or even that's why you're exhausted. I'll also even play, take pass the baton. Like once you've been on your soapbox and you've done whatever you've done and you feel like you're tired, you know, who, like who's the next one that's then going to step up to keep the voice heard? Right. You know what I mean? To keep saying what they're saying. Um, and going back to Miss Jane Elliott, <laughs> I just, I mean, I just appreciate her because this is not something new. I was watching another clip of her, um, like back, back in the day when Jane Elliott was like, what, I guess I, I'll say like our age, she was doing an experiment with some children, like little babies, you know what I'm saying? Little kids, little white kids and teaching and teaching them. Um, just doing a little exercise about brown, blue eyes being better than brown eyes mm-hmm. and then how brown eyes felt, how brown eyes people felt, children felt after having this this, this talk with them, right? Yeah. And how they got teased, how they felt, how they felt less than, how all these things started happening. Um, but then when she came back again and told them, no, actually, brown eyed children are 
actually better than um, um, blue-eyed children. And then, like, how the brown-eyed children started to pep up and feel better mm-hmm. about themselves. And then she was doing something like, I think, flashcard or whatever with them. And then they started to do better in the game and started feeling better about themselves. And then, in return, the blue-eyed children started feeling worse mm-hmm. and take them longer to learn and stuff like that. So it's like, that right here just shows you yeah. what happens when you oppress people mm-hmm. for so long. Mm-hmm. How you just feel this pressure and heaviness of just being like, I can't win anyway. Right. So why should I keep and it, and, when, and it it's even worse when it's intentional. Yeah. They are, it's, our history is to keep us down. Yeah. That's been the goal. Yeah. And so, I, t- I mean, obviously I take a lot of things from what she was um, the exercise that she was doing with the children, but just the one thing I take away from it is watching that video on how old it was, right? Mm-hmm. And knowing that Miss Jane Elliott has been standing on this soapbox for a long time mm-hmm. and preaching it in every way possible to know that it is the human race, right. it is the human race, it is the human race. It is not about being black or brown or blue eyes or brown eyes. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like it is the human race. It is the human race. It is not about being African American or Caucasian or Asian or Latino. It is about the human race. The human race like over and over and just driving that in. I don't know how old she is to this day, but I, I, I revel over her legacy that she's leaving behind. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I believe, and I feel strongly of her being like the OG of mm-hmm. these allies that like continue to push. I don't know if she has children or grandchildren or what it is, but I pray that this is something that never stops. Right. Like she's never gotten down off the soapbox. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even when she's continuing to push, like even though I'm, I, I pray that whoever is sitting under her and listening to her is also passing the baton to keep going, to keep preaching this and to keep understanding like it's not one over the other. Mm-hmm. And not to like pull this your sentiment down at all, but what I dislike about it is that she's so great, but you have to search for her. Mm. And it takes people like Jada Pinkett Smith to bring her on her show on. recently. It takes Oprah. Yes. It takes people of color mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to look for her, to talk about her, to bring her up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is she not as big as some why is she not as big as Taylor? Come Swift. on. Why is she not this top notch celebrity? Mm-hmm. And it's because of what she's talking about. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's advocating for us. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way our world works. No. Yeah. So yeah, she is the OG. She is the shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wish she was yes. much bigger. Yeah. yeah. No, likewise. I agree. I agree. This was good, ladies. Good. And I think we can end here, and we can. I mean, this is this is always going to be a topic, right? Because we're like we're only at the beginning of this, right? Mm-hmm. So who knows what next thing we'll watch, TV show or movie or something that will bring back more feelings, yeah. right? And we can, like ladies do, talk it up, right? Because we can just oh are we oh are we talking? Are we talking? Talking? <laughs> are we talking, talking? All right, all right. Um, <laughs> So that's the purpose of this. So map quest it up. Yeah. <laughs> All the things. Black planet. <laughs> Black planet. Bring it back. <laughs> Come on. Um, but yes, yes, yes. Um, thank you, ladies, for thank being you. here and for us thank chatting for it up and us. discussing yet again. Yeah, and thank you for those who are listening and who have joined the conversation. Again, thank you for Loving, living, encouraging, all the things, and yeah, whatever time of the day you're listening to this, thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to OB Talkin' Talkin' Podcast. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram account at OB Talkin' Talkin'. Tune in next week for a whole new episode. Miracles and blessings, ladies and gents. Later.